Amen. God bless you. Another podcast day here today in Palm Coast Live. I got my good, uh, I was going to say buddy, but he's my son, but he can be my buddy today. Amen. Preaching partner, son, uh, here with me. We got an audience here in the studio today. I want to start off by prayer today. We also got the uh, New Way School here with us today, the students. But I want to start off in prayer. The subject we're dealing with, the subject of honor, is a very uh, critical subject in the sense of uh, in honor, you have been given keys that, that unlock doors, uh, and behind those doors are great treasures. In dishonor, uh, you're keyless and you don't have access. Uh, so stay tuned. We're going to get into this in just a moment. Lord, I pray today that we have ears to hear, eyes to see. And, and Lord, you put this in my spirit, this next phrase, this next sentence. Uh, may uh, we perceive beyond the natural. And Lord, I know that you've given us spiritual eyes to see because you've set before us two realms, the seen realm and the unseen realm, and it takes perception to see beyond the natural realm. So may we perceive on a heavenly level today, may we see beyond, may we perceive things, may we have knowledge to receive things uh, beyond our own ability, beyond our own education or level of education in Jesus' mighty name. Uh, Some people would say, uh, we need to catch things. Uh, that's perception. So may we catch or perceive. May we may we catch uh, this message today. In Jesus' Thank name, you. I pray. Amen. amen. Well, amen. God bless you. Let's start where we st- uh, started last week for a little refresher, and we started off in Second Timothy, the third chapter, uh, in the first verse. Uh, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Uh, We are living in the last days. If you don't recognize perilous times now in your own personal life, you should not uh, be living in perilous times. But perilous times, the reference here is all around us. We are surrounded by perilous times. Uh, We're living in a season uh, that the body of Christ has to have great wisdom. Uh, because if not, you can find yourself in a position, a fool can very easily find themselves, a, a foolish Christian can find themselves in an ungodly position because they didn't use wisdom. That's how much danger, present danger there is uh, all around us, everywhere you go. Now, I'm not saying you, you, you change your beliefs. I'm not saying you don't be bold, but wisdom will tell you when and when not. But there is evil all around us when when... Uh, right now, our schools are telling our children, teaching them explicitly uh, how to be homosexual. Uh, right now, when we're killing more babies, innocent babies uh, in, the, in, in America, let's just say America, than ever before, uh, by far, that's evil. That's, that's, uh, there's no other way around. That is just disgusting evil. Uh, when they say, well, we were raped, uh, abortion by way of rape is minute. It's the smallest yeah. percentage of abortion. It's just a demonic spirit. Uh, prophet, it was prophesied uh, that we're living in the last days, and that's the day we are in. And I could go on and on about the filth in America. It's We are living in lawlessness. Yeah. In America today, the Constitution means nothing. Law means nothing. Or There's no order. Uh, there are people that are above the law. Evil people have risen above the law. These are perilous times. So this scripture is fitting. But uh, Paul was dealing with Timothy, 
not only was he dealing with him where he was presently at, but he was prophesying to the future. Uh, he was prophesying to Timothy, you're young, I won't be here, these things will happen. But he knew that God was using him to set a standard for the next Pauls and Timothy to come throughout history. Uh, so here he says, if we can drop down to 14, but continue thou uh, in the things which thou hast learned. I think that's very powerful uh, for today. Continue in the things which thou hast learned and has been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Um, and he goes in, you learn these from a child, you were, you were reared, you were raised, you were anointed uh, as a child, but continue the things that thou hast learned. Last night I was laying in bed <clears throat> and I, I remembered a scripture and I liken it a few different translations. Hebrews thirteen seven is the scripture. And I'll read this out of a few different translations. The first one is the English Standard Version. It says, Remember your leaders, those who spoke, you, uh, spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way and life and imitate, and imitate them. Um, I, I look around, Dylan, it's funny. It, I, I say it's funny, but it's tragic. But you don't want to start a sentence off, it's tragic. Yeah. Uh, but that's really what we mean. It's like in the South where you say, well, bless your poor little heart. What we're saying is you're really stupid. <laughs> but we want to say, hey, you're really stupid, and then have a conversation. Uh, however, um, uh, so many people call me, and, and so many people uh, I'm friendly with or I'm friends with, and, and they don't honor me in the position that God's placed me in, so they're, they're not, they don't have access to the help that God's put in me. Wow. But th they'll say things like, Man, pray for me. I'm really going through a lot. And I begin to, the first thing I ask or, or begin to investigate is who are they watching? Like, who are they submitted to? Because it, it, every seed produces after its own kind. If you're submitted to someone who's constant, who's consistent, who's faithful, who's righteous, who's holy, who is aggressively pursuing God, and you're following them, your life should imitate, right. and the things in your life should be a mirror of what's happening in their life. Yeah. And so I look at these people, and I said, who are, they who are they imitating? Who are they following after? And most of the time, they're following after someone whose life is a train wreck. Yeah. There's a lot of vagabond Christian leaders uh, today in society. And a vagabond means that they don't know who they are, they don't know whose they are, uh, they don't have a city, they don't have a, a, a people, they don't have a group. They just kind of go around uh, from here to there uh, trying to gain popularity or followers. Yeah. So uh, back to this, a uh, person of honor remembers, uh, or, or pause that, uh, Dr. Seville said something years ago. Now, Kenneth Copeland's not perfect. I'm sure in every person you could find something in them that to dishonor or, or to talk about. Uh, he's not perfect, but Dr. Seville said this years ago, he's almost like, I know Kenneth Copeland's not perfect, but Kenneth Copeland made me who I am, and I'm going to leave the dance with the person I showed up to the dance with. That's honorable. Yeah. Like, like, and the idea is there, uh, think about this as a man taking a, 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 you know, an eighth grade, ninth grade a young girl to a dance, how much that means to her, prom dance or something. And then while you're at the dance, changing partners, leaving her there alone and going home with the one you found at the dance. Dishonorable. And how much hurt and how much pain, uh, you know, you could mark that person's life and hurt that person for the rest of their life. So uh, dishonor and honor 
<clears throat> there's a great power. Uh, there is a great power in honor. There is a great power in dishonor. Uh, the power of honor is positive. The power of dishonor uh, is negative. Uh, so we can see here uh, to be honorable, uh, you first should have someone to imitate. Yeah. And if you don't find someone to imitate, uh, find someone uh, who's proven, whose life, uh, and it doesn't make you bad that you have problems going on in your life. So if you have issues with your children right now or grandchildren right now, that doesn't mean you're bad people or you did bad. Uh, that could just possibly mean they're in, they're in the middle of a prodigal period or, or a prodigal circumstance. Didn't mean the king was bad, right? Because his ch- children didn't listen. The Bible says uh, if you sow into them or you raise them up correctly, when they're old, uh, they won't depart far from it. So sometimes in youth they get out of line, but they'll come back. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that doesn't mean you're to be dishonored because your children aren't living right. Sure. But for me, uh, like like. Uh, I'm trying to be careful, Dylan, because a lot of people that call me watch this, and I don't want to be pointing anybody out. But if your life's a wreck, mine's not. If you go to this church and your life's a wreck, it's your fault. Because you, you, you plainly have models to follow. Yeah. Uh, now my, life, my finances aren't a wreck. My marriage is not a wreck. The love for my wife's not a wreck. My household's not a wreck. It might be messy, but it's not a wreck. <clears throat> Uh, my children are not a wreck. They have problems just like we have problems, but we're not a wreck. Like, like you don't come in and say, my God, yeah. oh, my God, what happened to this family? Uh, you get around my family, and you'll want to be adopted by my family. Yeah. Uh, and that, That's because there's the Spirit of God, the presence of God. Uh, you know, we're an honorable family. We're a God family. I get so many people that want to move in. From every church I go to, take us home, take us home, take us home. you enough property to do No, I, I need like 100 acres. <laughs> Well, that spirit of that, in, I want to say intimidation, but it's not. It's the, uh, you're, you're, um, give me back that word that he said. In, in, Come on. Imitate. imitate. Thank yeah, you. Imitate. I'm putting the wrong letters in the wrong place. That's okay. But that's, that imitation is contagious. So you've taught me, you're, you're, it's not forced putting that on. Like you've talked about people that and I don't, I'm, I'm, I know you, this is broadcast worldwide, but there's people that imitate Dr. Barclay yeah. and intentionally. Well, they copycat. They co- that, thank you. They copycat Dr. Barclay. And that, it's not flattering. And you have a lot of resemblance. Like starting with Dr. Barclay, he has a lot of resemblances to Lester Sumrall, yes. his mannerisms and how he communicates and very abrupt and how he talks. And then now you have some mannerisms, that, but you're not intentionally imitating him in a sense of copycat. No. It's natural coming to you. So you think about that in the opposite sense of what you said. You don't have to intentionally imitate somebody when you're following them, when you're listening to them. No. It comes on you. So if you're listening to these people that have their wolves and sheep's clothing, for lack of a better term, you're going to imitate that lifestyle. Amen. And it may not be their mannerisms. It may be some of the things that you don't want to imitate 100%. that's going to come into your well, life. Well, you watch somebody for so many hours, you, 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 and you not idolize, but you... They're they're a hero to you. Yeah, uh, you want to copy some things. Yeah, you know you, you it, it's proud. But I'll tell you this: I'll give you a key because you're you're not young, but you're not old, and you're younger, a lot younger than me. Um, uh, but you you will grow into your own. You know, you look at and, and this may be a little off subject, but it's not because we're talking about honor. But but you honor someone, and you think that you have to because you're success is in them and that's true for a season but there'll come a day where like dr barclay if dr barclay goes to heaven 
I will have no other. I'll, I'll have uh, brothers in the faith. I'll have uh, people I can glean from, I can learn from, uh, but I won't go find another man of God. At 52, going to be 53 in April, I, I've not arrived, but I, I know who I am. Uh, I know the calling on my life. Uh, I'm very um, uh, confident in who I am. Uh, you know, like You've surpassed vagabond status. Oh man, <laughs> you're like no I, long, you're not a vagabond. I just had a conversation, with, and I wouldn't have said this 20 years ago. I told someone the other day, uh, "Don't mess with me. I'm one of the most severest preachers on the planet. Yeah, uh, I'm one of the most severest men of God, uh, verse men of God on the planet. You don't want to mess with me." Could it be true? Not to cut you off in no. your subject, because I know you're going somewhere, but. 20 years ago, because you brought that up. I wouldn't up. have said if, that. If, right. So if 20 years ago you didn't have a pastor, you didn't submit to somebody. I wouldn't have made it. Would you have been a vagabond Christian? 100%. It's crazy. You have no land. You have no pastor. You have no people. Uh, you have no culture. So it's not that someone intentionally puts on to be a vagabond and just like be outside no, of it. it's your attitude, you know, and the attributes that we'll get to in just a second. But 20 years ago, if someone had came to me, I'd say, hold on. And, and I'd have put them with Dr. Barclay. Yeah. You know, when people ask me, hey, will you pastor me 20 years ago? I'm like, no, I'm not going to pastor you. Right. But I'll, I'll hook you up with Dr. Barclay. Well, that's wisdom in a sense. But I, my point is, is you honor, you honor, you honor. You imitate, you imitate, you imitate. You'll always have me in you. But the day will come where you'll come to a place and say, all right, uh, he's my father. I want him. I don't need him. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I want him in my life. I want to serve him. I want to be around him, but it's not like it was when I was 20 and 30 the, where, I, where I had to have him. Yeah. You, you just grow and you come to a place, but th then that still doesn't give you a right to be a, a son of dishonor. Right. You, you look at, if we look at, oh, my wife walked out, but I don't, I don't get the name right. Maybe you have Mephibosheth. Yeah, that sounds right. Does that sound close? Say that, that sounds right. <laughs> uh, you look at him, uh, this was Saul's, grandson uh, who David served and honored uh, Jonathan was his father David's best friend Saul's son and David or Jonathan dies Saul's dead Jonathan's dead and, and David's sitting around saying uh, I am honorable and I got to find someone uh, of Saul's line mm -hmm. to honor well, he really didn't. I, I don't know, you know, by law, I don't think he had to. But it'd be like this for me. Dr. Dr. Barclay's gone. Uh, Josh is gone. You know, Barclay. Dawn's gone. Uh, and I'm just sitting around blessed, wealthy, highly favored of the Lord. Uh, I, I got too much. And a lot of what I got, I, I received came from me honoring him. So, so I got to go find that. someone in his lineage wow. uh, to be honorable to. That was powerful. That's really and good. And he went and found this, this uh, grandson, and he says, you'll always have a place at my table. You'll, bless, you'll be blessed from this point forward. So good. Uh, you'll never be without. That's honor. Yeah. Uh, you know, what caused me that, uh, 25 years ago, I, I still, and I don't want to talk to um, my friend Ralph and Joanna, which I, I call them pastor in front of you, but they're not my pastor, but out of, you know, honor. But they were just here uh, 25 years ago, I think. Mom, is that about right? Yeah, 25-ish years ago, came to this church. These people marked our lives. They pastored Kim and I, my family. Something weird happened. We still don't, I don't want to talk about it. He doesn't want to talk about it, where he kind of just pushed me out and said, go, it's time for you to go. And it wasn't a good thing. Well, for years, I was like, the guy's nuts. I don't want anything to do with him. 
Uh, he called me some years later. He was going through some things. And, and I specifically remember the conversation. And I kept calling him Ralph. Like I wouldn't call him pastor. And I wanted him to know that I'm degrading you. You know, so on the phone, it's like, hey, hey, Ralph, hey, Ralph, hey, Ralph, you know, hey, Ralph. And that was dishonor. Yeah. But that was in youth. And years go by, and I hear Dr. Barclay teach down at Hebrews 13, where I just read, and, and then he goes on and teaches that they're going to be out of Hebrews, that uh, those who followed you or the pastors in your life will yeah. be at the day of judgment. <laughs> and I start thinking about Ralph. And I'm thinking, God, <laughs> was I a person of dishonor? Uh, so I called him, wow. you know the story, yep. uh, earlier this year, and I said, um, Ralph, it's pastor, you know, it's Richard Summerlin. You don't always have the titles when you're pastor, you know, hey, pastor, hey, pastor, pastor, pastor. <laughs> I mean, it's like, so I'm not being disrespectful. But I said, um, I was reading the scripture in Hebrews, uh, obey them that have watch over you. Uh, I just want to repent and apologize if I've ever been dishonorable or if I've ever cost, cost you harm mm. or caused you harm or if I, when I was around you, if I ever was a problem, I, I want to repent to you. I want to, I want to make it right. I want to repent to you. And, and then uh, he said, man, he was just silent. Like the phone dropped. And he said, I don't know what to say. And I said, not only that, can Kim and I bring you up? Can you come up? Will you address the people? Can we buy you the week at, you know, here at the hotel? Can we take care of your dinners? Can we take, can we give you an offering? Um, and he just silence. And since that day, um, Kim and I have cut, and I don't want to say this to brag, but since that day, and I haven't seen him in, in, we were there for four years. So I haven't seen him in 21 years. Now, since that day, Kim and I, every, every month cut him a check, him and his wife a check. Come on. And it's not a little check. And I still cut my, my Dr. Barclay check. Why honor? Uh, something happens in honor. You get access in honor. That people need to hear that this you stuff. You can't get anywhere else. You'll be elevated in honor. Once again, Jesus in his own hometown. Uh, does everybody agree that Jesus had something to offer? Absolutely. There was a treasure 100%. in Jesus like no other. He goes to his own hometown. Nothing. Uh, to do everybody there. Let's just say there's 5,000 there. I don't know if there's 150,000. Let's just say there's 5,000 there. 5,000 people there all have the ability to access this treasure that has so much value. The Bible says uh, he couldn't give it to anybody but a few sick folk because they're the only people, let's just say two out of 5,000, placed value on him and honored him. Those two had access to the treasure because of, of value. And he honor. had enough to offer for everybody. Every, he could have still been there. Given, given out, given out, because heaven replenishes of itself. Right. So anytime heaven gives, like when heaven, when, when healing's taken from heaven, it immediately is replenished of itself. Uh, when favor's given from heaven, like there's not a meter, it doesn't go down. No, right. it, it always is full. Right. So Jesus could have been there. So they didn't have access because they were people of dishonor. Uh, same in the church, man. There's so many people. The people come in the church, and you can see them. You're not stupid. Uh, pastors aren't stupid people. Now, people who have assumed the position without the ordination of God or heaven, they are stupid because they don't have what it takes, you know, to to fulfill that calling. <laughs> but a real pastor is not stupid. I, I I could go through it here in every single person without. The spirit, just the anointing of the pastor role and say, you don't receive from me because you think you're equal to me. I become your buddy. So you don't receive from me. You're broke because 
uh, you don't obey your authority. And I can probably go through the whole church because you get eyes to see, yeah. you know, uh, at, at that level as a shepherd. It's literally, uh, literally what you're there to do. 100%. And help them hundred <laughs> figure it out. But, but the, it's very simply. So I was watching, uh, started watching a show. You can't watch too many movies. You start off a lot, but then the minute you, you, you think it's going to be a good movie, here comes the cussing and stuff. But I started watching this movie the other day. And the, uh, the guy was uh, on the mountain, and he was in white, and he had a rifle, and there's sheep, but you don't see the guy yet. And then you see a wolf coming, and you see the guy. They, they flash back this guy in white in the snow like a sniper, and he starts shooting the, the coyotes. And he gets done shooting the coyotes, and he gets all his stuff, and he starts walking towards the dead coyote, and all the sheep come to him. Like, like it's almost like uh, he was protecting them. They knew it. They, they got scared when the bullets started ripping, but after the bullets started ripping, they knew who to follow. It's good. You know, and, and that's kind of the, the shepherd's role, but they respected him, you know, and I know this is a little off, you know, this but in right that scenario, money. there was like respect and honor and they would follow. It, it's just simple, man. You know, it's not follow me. You can't stop there. If we stop there, we're, we're, that's arrogance. Yeah. It's follow me, imitate me as I imitate, imitate Christ. Right. Follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah. I but, think a lot of people miss that part, though, is they want to bypass the pastor because they've minimalized the 100%. pastor. To just be, he's just like me and you, which is what they did to Jesus. But you're not following the man, just the man. No. You're, you're like, Position, we're not going the office. out hunting alligators just to follow you. No. Like, we're following you as you follow Christ. And that's who we, you, people think, oh, I'm just going to follow Christ. Yeah, but who, who's holding you accountable to that? Yeah, you can't. There's nobody saying you're right or wrong. That like, who says you're right? Here, here's the example. I was. That's a good lead. In. Thank you. Yes, sir. You're uh, so welcome. <laughs> th- you think about this: the the pastor, the leader, goes before. Mm-hmm. Jesus was our forerunner. The Bible calls him a forerunner. Right. Jesus was our forerunner. So, in for a forerunner uh, clears the way. So a forerunner cuts the path. All right, so as we follow Jesus, we don't have to go through and, and fight the, the snakes, the spiders, mm. the scorpions, uh, the thorns, the poison ivy. No, the, the, the path cutter, the forerunner already made a way for us. Wow. So if we stay on the path that he cut, there's safety. Yeah. Uh, there, it, the path is easy. There's That's protection. Uh, That's so really back good. to alligator hunting. Now I'll tell you this. There's a couple things I'm, ex- I'm extremely um, good at. Uh, pastoring, leading, uh, confrontation. I'm good at confrontation. Like, like I don't know. I don't it's understand. Like you seek it out. I don't understand people who don't like confrontation. Like I feed off a of confrontation. You ask my mom later. I can sniff a confrontation out. And I, I, someone I, confronting in here? Oh yeah, I get man. It's my hook call me. I'll be like, Dad, I don't know how to tell you this. I said, Who was it? I get on my phone. I'm like, Hey, uh, Dylan's it's like, fast. Whoa, it's, and it, it's fast, fast and furious, man. You got to sniff the thing because you can, you can stop it quick, you know, and if not, it just grows. But anyhow, another good thing I'm, I'm really good at is alligator hunting. I started alligator hunting in the 80s. Uh, now, that doesn't seem like a, a long time ago. That was ago. a long time ago. But there's a lot of people in here that think the 80s are like the Stone Ages. We got students well. in here. Tonight. So I started alligator hunting before you were born. Yes. Now, uh, I've alligator hunted. Back years ago, you used to get five, permit, five alligators per permit. Then it went to three alligators per permit. Then it went, Now it's two alligators per permit. So uh, years ago, uh, I'd go out 
all night long, my mom would tell you. And I'd alligator and I'd jump on it. Well, back then you had liquid courage. I don't want to get into that and curse that. My God, what a fool. Uh, but you just jump on them with a knife. You didn't care. You're like, die, who cares? You know? But if you were to go try to do without me what I do now, it could cost you an arm or your life. I'm talking about alligator hunt. Yeah. Literally but an it, arm and a leg. It, it, it really could. I mean, a lot of people go do it. A lot of people get hurt by it. A lot of people don't kill anything. Uh, but my point is, if you find someone who is an expert mm. at, at their call, at their level, it makes things a lot easier for yeah. you. Uh, why, why would you try to surpass? Go to Africa. Go on a big game hunt. When you show up at the airport, tell the tracker, uh, tell the guide, uh, ju- you just leave, you know, you show me the way and leave me alone. You're going to be eaten by a lion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because you don't have the knowledge that's w- within him to keep, preserve your life. Yeah. And, and that's, you have to, and there's an element of honor to that. When you get out, you're going to honor the position of the tracker. You're going to honor the position of the guide because they've learned, they've been educated. They carry something. That's they good. know something that's good. That's going to keep you alive. They know something that's going to empower you. Yeah. Now, that's the same thing it is in the body of Christ. You honor your mother and father, you live a long life. There's something in your mother and father till their grave that's locked up within them that they only possess. That's good. That give you access to a long life. Yeah. There's things locked up in Jesus. Number one, you cannot go to heaven. You cannot have the father lest you honor Jesus. Wow. And when you honor Jesus, you now get access to the kingdom of God so good. for eternity. Me and Nick were watching a video. They, Amen. In Africa, these guys were bow hunting an, a, a lion. Yeah. And so, like, oh, so we were watching this one. video, and we, you see this one guy to the corner, and he's got this huge rifle. And you're like, well, what are you carrying a rifle for? We're bow hunting here. <laughs> and they start nailing this lion, and the lion looks dead. And they start approaching the lion, and it rips, starts running towards him. Well, the guy comes out, blows its head off, one shot, and dead. Well, that was the guy. guy. And it's like. He knew what was going to happen. Leave him at the airport. You're lying. You'd have been dead. 100%. You'd have been dead. And sometimes, like you guys as pastors, make decisions, do things because you've already blazed the trail. You've already gone down the path. That's the same idea. You don't don't want to fight the demons I fought. Right. A lot of people aren't armed with the armament to win the battles we've already won. Mm. So God sends us out before you to win them for you. Yeah. And then you get to journey on that path. Right. That's, that's a pretty powerful statement. It's very powerful. Um, and you and, miss out on that because, like we talk about, honor is paying high levels of attention to detail. It's looking. It's yes. watching. And you don't have that honor for that person. You miss that stuff. 100%. You're not going to catch it. No. You're going tr- you're gonna, to you're gonna be on the path for a little bit, but you're going to stray off somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be in a, a bush that you don't need to be in. You're going to be in a path that you don't want to be on because the path's already been blazed. Right. You need to get well, back, back on Back to that. the lion. Yeah. You're not going to have the armament. Yeah, you're, you're not. You're, you're armed not with a bow, armed. and you need a rifle. Start flinging arrows at a wounded lion and see how that helps you. Yeah, you know you're, you're going to lose that battle. Amen. Right. Let's go over a few of these. We're out of time. I got my notes here. I, I talked about enemies, direct enemies, and, and maybe we'll do a part three. I think this this uh, merits a part three. This subject, um, and we'll deal with the spirit of Cain, which was a high spirit of dishonor. Um, Ben, but but I want to go through these enemies of honor. I'll name them, and then maybe you can pick two out today or three of the, your favorite. Uh, I know you've taken time to study them. Uh, you know, last week I gave my notes, 
Uh, and, and this is how honorable Dylan is. I gave my notes, and then I'm looking for him. The table is set up here. And about 15 minutes later, I'm looking up here, and he's marking in them notes because he understood the value uh, of the notes. If you look up honor, the Greek term for honor, it, it leads to um, value. Yeah. Uh, when you recognize the value of a thing, or, well, let's just go to a person. When you recognize or you put a value, uh, like Hunter's in here. He's one of our students. Uh, to, to Hunter, let, let's just say forget people because people honor is for people. But let's just say if honor could be for things. Uh, Hunter's a hunter. Like our hunter here, he hunt. He like you want to talk to Hunter. You talk about cars. He'll be like, "Oh, cool." You talk about the space shuttle wrecked two blocks away. He'd be like, "That's cool." And then you could say like rabbit blood, and his ears go up, his eyes go up. Or you could say, "Hey, I saw a, a, a buck on the way to church," and he'll hear you two blocks away. But for him. Uh, he's placed a high value on, on certain weapons mm. because the certain weapons can get him the animal he wants. Uh, so uh, he has a respect. There's like, a, if you will, an honor. Yeah. You know, because he's placed value on that. In like First uh, Samuel, the honor in Hebrew, not Greek, but the Hebrew word for honor actually translate out, translates out to a heaviness, like weighty. It means heavy value to it. Once again, value. Yeah. Value. There's, there's some heaviness to it. It's not taken lightly. No. It's a very serious thing. No. And that's what it is. It's yeah. measured in value. So if you don't take time to place the value that's on someone's life, uh, you, if you want to go do anything and, and you're a novice, you have to find someone who is an expert and in finding their expertise, you value. Yeah. And then you're going to pay for the value that you valued them with. Yeah. And the more experienced they are, the higher the price. Yeah. So that's it's good. simple, man. You know, find someone who's good at what they do, uh, copy them, follow them, uh, imitate them like the Bible said. Uh, let, them pay, let them fight the demons that you weren't intended to fight. Let them use their bullets, their weapons that you don't have. You haven't been given access to them. And clearly walk in the nice, nice path that we're cutting for you. Yeah. You know, what did Paul say? Don't kick against the goads or the pricks. You know, there's no sense for that. Yeah. You know, I, I made a way for you. Just follow in the way. Yeah. Or, or, or simply listen. Yes. Uh, amen. So enemies, direct enemies of honor. Uh, and I'll go through them. You pick two. Okay. Insecurity, pride, arrogance, offense, jealousy, impatience, rebellion, Unwillingness, unwillingness, and familiarity. Mm. You're probably gonna pick familiarity. I like that one. <laughs> you do. I don't like familiarity, but, but you it's, know, it's it's an easy subject for me. Yeah. It's it's so it's it, it so easily comes up. And what the Lord showed me about familiarity and studying it is that it's in every relationship, no matter what, it's there, and we give it the access that it. it by the fruit of its evidence in our life, we have given it access to it. 100%. It's not because it's so violent and it comes in attacks, but familiarity um, comes into our life because we aren't alert and aware of it. Well, you think of this. You don't do things. You act differently today around Tori than you did on the first date. That's very true. I don't want to say like, uh, you know, noises that come out of men, but I'm sure there's noises that come out of you today that didn't come out of you on date one. This is, this is factual. <laughs> because, because there was an unfamiliar territory. Yes. You know, there was a proving ground. They still shouldn't be coming out of you, by the way. <laughs> but uh, 
it's that's a great, become familiar. And, and there's a sense of, um, see, I still honor my wife, and she still honors me. And there's a sense of comfort that we've had. Yeah. But there can become a familiarity where she becomes a roommate, and I become a roommate. Yeah, do your chores. Not, yeah. I'll do mine. Yes, and if that spirit of familiarity comes in, it, it has no good intention in it. Because 100%. if I stop seeing her as my wife or as my 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 other my significant other and just see her as another person in my life that relationship's going to tank very fast 100%. not because of her or not because of anything she's done but because i'm allowing that familiarity to settle in and become complacent just like with you i i would i never tell you this but there's times i remove myself there's times i i, I will excuse myself from situations because i start to see myself going you know, I'm starting to see him. He is a dad to me, and that's a very hard hat to to yep. take on and off. It, when you're a pastor and you've got, you, you want to see you. I want to see you as a pastor. But there's situations where you say, "No, son, come on, sit in here," and you'll be talking to someone, and I I'll slip out of the room because I can see myself seeing behind the veil that I don't want to see behind. Now I'm gonna say something because I don't want you to think that I'm a different person. I am me from the pulpit. To the boat, and I don't to, mean it that no, way. I, I just want them to know that I don't. I, I don't talk. Uh, he'll tell you he's been in every conversation. Um, he's not saying he's removed himself because things get natural. No, no, they uh, don't at all. He, they become. It's because I. You're pastoring someone, and I might have that dad hat on at that yeah. moment, and I'm seeing you as dad, who yeah. I can confide in and be comfortable around. And if I allow that, that's probably a better way to say it. Is I've got to learn. This is my dad. This is he's a, com, a, a companion to me in my life, and I can talk to you about things. But if I allow that to creep into when you're pastoring, yeah, I'll smack you. Uh, you'll smack me. <laughs> I'll miss out. I'll miss out on revelation. Like if I see you from the pulpit, mom and I sit next to each other in church, a chair apart from each other, and you'll say little things that me and her joke about, and and I'll get a check in my spirit. Hey, it's not time for that. Yeah, and it's not her getting mad. She's no. your. She's very okay with it. But there'll be times I get a check in my spirit. It's not time for yep. that. You need to pay attention. And it's not that you're you, you're doing what you do, but I've got to check myself. Hey, it's not time for that. It's time to watch and That's pay attention because I could miss just like they did it with Jesus in Luke four. Is that what it is? Luke four. They had. Yeah, come on, Dad. Come that, on, friend. Oh, yeah. shucks. Oh, look. At, we go to church with his sister. No oh, they built a table. Him and his dad built a table. It's a little. Uh, it's a little uneven. You know. Yeah. I don't, you know we got to no get access. with them about that. All the while, the miracles of heaven, the anointing is present, and they missed it because they limited. Hundred percent. He wasn't limited. Hundred percent. They limited what they got from it. The same anointing went out over everybody, but it only like why is it sometimes it, it's the same temperature in this room for everybody. Why is it some people sweating and some people are That's freezing? Good. Some are. F- why is ah! why, yeah the environment's the same for every person? Yeah. but it's your condition that you're in. And so I've I, again going back to like being in the office. I could be in a mindset of I want to talk to dad. I want to see how the hunting trip went. I want to hear about this. And then you start pastoring someone in front of me. I've got to be careful yeah, not to belittle that. I've got to shift or I got to yep. get out. I've got to be good. able to to be able to. And that's uh, why you're a, a, a son of honor. Yes, sir. Let's do this. We're. 1010 we might need to bring mom in next week because because a lot of you um she's she's feisty (laughs) she's very honorable like i hear her on the phone it's funny she'll be like well i'm just out to dinner with pastor and i'm like okay very close people she'll say rich and then she catches herself i'm i'm her richard you know 
that's my name. And she'll say, I'm, I'm out with Rich Pastor. You know, she'll, you can just tell it's a, yep. because there's such a high level of honor uh, in her. So it might be a good thing to bring her next week. But next week, I want to go over that list in more detail. I didn't yeah, these know it was 1010. And, and kind of give some biblical. I mean, practical. there's a story for each of these. That's something to tell you. I, I wrote, wrote a those story down, not even looking at the Bible, just thinking in my mind. Oh, yeah. How, I, how can I be dishonorable? How can I be a person of honor? You know, and, and what's dishonorable? And that list came out. Yeah. And I told you last week, I said, there's a Bible scripture uh, for every one of these. Not just, it's, there's stories. There's people in the Bible that you can reference. Complete and total stories. Of every dishonor. single one of these. It's crazy. It's, it, it is crazy. And the, I think. I've said this before, and I don't know how you can judge it, but I think it's easier to go to hell than it is to go to heaven. Well, that's what you the just, Bible says. You just don't pay attention. So the, the pathway to hell is broad. Yeah. Many go that way. The pathway to heaven is narrow. Honor takes work, that man. Way, so. It takes work. It takes paying attention, watching. It's expensive. Yes. It's go look at my bank account. My God. My, material and time-wise. I'm sitting here thinking, I'll go buy this, this, this. <laughs> and then the heavenly voice comes up. And says, you haven't honored your father lately. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, amen. When, when, last thing I'll say. Uh, I'll tell him, Dr. Barkley's coming in six months. She's like, yeah, so have you been saving? She's like, I've been saving. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm thinking to myself, should I ask how much? Because I won't be let down. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, well, really save. You know, Let's not do this or this so we can really save. And then she'll come back. She'll be like, well, how much are you thinking about? given him and i said well i want to give this and beyond and she's like okay and i was like is that a good okay or bad okay <laughs> she goes we're good babe we're good babe but once again i'm not buying him right that's from you it's not oh, from him man. i'm not buying him I, he ain't gonna be bought i'm not gonna be bought but i want access yeah you know maybe next week you talk about it but <laughs> you tell like you've communicated that stuff to me and, you know, the 30, 40 years, you know, 90, 100 years old, you live to 100, whatever. These people have to know the stuff like Dr. Barclay's doing now and telling people about the intimate experiences they've had. You've taught me that stuff. Yes. And, like, I'll bring a – you've taught me how to bring a gift to you. You've never asked it from me. No, it's hard. It's but hard I'll bring to teach a gift that. and you'll say that – you'd say, don't do that yeah. next time. Just do it this way. Because I'm t- – you don't you're getting the same gift yes but it's really more about me bringing the gift for 100%. you that sometimes for i don't need it right sometimes he doesn't need it and but you taking that time to say dylan that was the way you did that because i don't care yeah i'm mean, right. gonna use this gift the same way <laughs> regardless but it's really for you and how you bring it yeah than me just receiving it that's that's 100%. powerful Fine. That's he did powerful. A, he pulled a. I know we keep talking here but he pulled a john osteen on me like two years ago he called me up and he said i don't need any more watches <laughs> now you know the caliber of watches i'm buying yep. so i'm like okay he's like i got all the you bought me t- so many guns so many watches i don't have any more room for guns i don't have any more room for watches no more guns no more watches i'm like well what do i do <laughs> and he said how about we'll make a deal and i said no 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 there's no deal well let me hear the deal because you're not stopping me from yes honoring you. right it's like you want, it's so, for, really for you. So here's, he goes, well, let's just put it on the back. No, we're not putting anything on the back burner because our life, my family, the, the, you know, my, into my mom, into my children, into my marriage, everything's been elevated from that component. Mm. So I recognize, so it's not like, you know, I'm honoring him over. I'm honoring him. Number one, God told me to, 
And number two, it's unlocking things for my family. Yes. So uh, we, we've come to the, he said, put everything about no back burner. So he's like, well, what are we going to do? And I said, I don't know. We were in Miami two years ago. And I said, I don't know. He said, I got an idea. He said, you just get a dad account. You put it into the dad account <laughs> every good. month. And then when I, when I want something or when I get something I'm believing for, I'll I call you. That. And I said, okay. I said, I'll make a deal with you. And he said, okay, there's no limit to the want. And he goes, well, that's unfair. I said, no, it's not. <laughs> and, and he says, well, what do you mean? I said, there's no limit to the want. And I said, if it's something you want and I don't have it, I, I'll use faith to get it. I remember one time. And we, we can, if it's you your podcast. Go, you, can go. you can go as long as you want. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time that's funny. We're buying these watches, and, the, and once again, I'm not sitting. I don't don't buy me a watch, please. <laughs> um, this is not that's not what it's about. But we're buying these watches, and they're they're very expensive watches, but they're at a level. And so I'm like, I want to stretch myself. So I said, Kim, send these two, but then send this one. And I'll tell you what this one was, the one over here. So the one over here was like twenty two thousand dollars. That's a stretch. I'm talking about. I was like, if you if if he would have said yes, you'd have been like, bing, bing, bing. I'd have been so stretched. Maybe bing, bing, bing. And so I said, let's throw it out there. You know, uh, I got a scripture I'll share with you. I found last week. David's like having a, a a profound quandary thought, and he said, "How do I even give to God when everything comes from God?" Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm going to build God a temple. I had this conversation with Ralph yesterday. I'm going to build God the church. I don't want God to give it to me because mm. if he gives it to me, like if I say I want to I want to build you a house but give me the money, <laughs> I'm not doing anything for you. <laughs> so so it's like when you're bing, 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 you know, it's like I, I want to give a gift. I don't yeah. want to, hey, Dad, give me the money so I can go get you the watch. Yeah. So I said, throw this out there. So – he looks at it, he goes, you think that'll look good on me? I said, I think it'll look bad to the bone on you. And I said, there's only like 200 of them in the nation, in the world, man. And so he's like, yeah? So I, I'm like, Kim, I think he's going to want it. And so it's like, what are we going to do? I start believing, I don't know. So I said, I said, Lord, you know, if he wants it, I want to do this for him. So we get on the phone, and I call someone that knows someone that knows someone. And the person that knew someone's cousin was a dealer of this watch company. And he called me back and he said, Oh, Mo, those are the most marked up watches. And I said, like, what's my price on this watch? It was like 22,000. He said, I get it for like 12,000. Come on. So you're almost cut in half <laughs> by favor. Come on. But that was just God opening the door. Yeah. But then he ended up calling. He says, I really appreciate what you're trying to do. But like, bless me at that. And he didn't know it was 12,000, you know, the cut rate. And he says, but I just really don't like that. You know, but my point is here, <laughs> Is I just wanted, I, I just, yeah. <laughs> bing, bing, boom, bing, boom, 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 back to life. You know? But it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the th stuff. It wasn't about, it's about one thing. Uh, you do it as unto the Lord. Yeah. Uh, I carry gifts to him in, in, a, in a sense, it's to God. Yeah, it's like, how do you give it to God? You got to give it, to, you, can't you can't just go out in the backyard and burn it. No, you can't you, go burn a cow. Yeah, you, you're giving it unto God 100%. through a person like that. 100%. That's so good. But he knows my heart through that. God knew my heart through that, my willingness. That's what I was, I, wanna, I know we're running late, but I want to hear from you on that. It's like, it's if it weren't in your heart, would you even, buy, like, just Well, to then do I'm it? dishonorable. 
I mean, that's because uh, honor compels you. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a voice in it's, you there's saying. There's a want to there. Saying, like, when you, you know, I see people honoring the police department all the time. They bring them, you know, pizza at their, their yeah. our fire, the firehouse yeah. over here. They bring them subs. They bring them that. that that's locked up in you. Honor, there's a spirit of honor in you or there's a spirit of dishonor in you. Wow. The spirit of dishonor will talk to you and compel you. The spirit of honor will talk to you and compel you. Wow. Like, like Billy all the time, you know, Billy's become a, a severe son in the mm-hmm. faith. Um, and, and he does, I don't, I've never taught, he doesn't, he doesn't know any of this. I mean, you guys have been here three years, about three years. You didn't come up in a, in a church culture. Like you don't know these things And both of them, Angela and Billy, now both of them do things at a high level of honor that they don't know to do, but they got in a culture uh, of honor and that culture of honor begins to speak to you yeah. if you if you have ears to hear yeah like angela uh, you know she comes in my office other people would do there's other people but i sure. use other people and other things but angela comes in my office every sunday sometimes she's aggravated but i tune her up real quick <laughs> and she she sets up food for you know the the fam my family and me a snack before church on wednesday snack before church on and it's a beautiful snack you know uh and she'll come in in a, in a, in a you know in a and not to me, but just life. You know, she's a, a woman with children with a husband. Uh, but it's honorable, yeah. you know. And she knows it's honorable. Billy comes up and gives me $100 handshakes all the time. Now, they're blessed. And I, maybe I shouldn't have said that in front of your wife. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. They're blessed. We just had this conversation. They've gone higher, higher, and higher every year. Yeah. And, and she was telling me the other day what God has done in their life. Yeah. Uh, well, when you begin to see the result of honor, it helps you be more honorable. Yeah. But back to what you said, it's a voice inside you. Like, like I'll be sitting there working, and then all of a sudden I'll hear, you haven't honored your father lately. And so I'll just start calling. And I'll st- first it'll start with a text. You know, I have no idea what you mean to me. He's not mushy, uh, but it's funny how mushy his results are, that God would speak to me when he's going through something I don't know about. But because I obeyed God and honored him, that opened, you know, anyhow, we could go through this. That's and good. we will continue this because this is a subject the body of Christ needs to know. And children, yeah. you need to know. Uh, children, if you want to die early, lie, uh, yell at your parents, don't do your homework, don't do your chores. And the Bible says you will have a short, your life will be shortened. Mm. If you want to live a long life, the Bible says you have to honor the authorities, your mother, your father. You, you honor people that have honor, do them. The police officers, the pastors, the church leaders, people that are older than you in years, you're to honor your elders. So be be children of honor, not of dishonor. Children of God, honor. Children of Satan, dishonor. So uh, God bless you. We're going to end this. We'll pick this up uh, next week. I love you. Thank God for you. Share this, like this. When I say share it, don't just be like, yeah, shut up. Share the, 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 the podcast. This is helpful to somebody. It'll be helpful. Thank you. We'll see you you next week. I love you.